This week's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash DJForceX. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. This episode of the DJ Force X podcast is proudly sponsored by Fixed. Fixed is a fan and artist-friendly independent record label that specializes in hybrid electronic rock. It's home to the likes of Cell Dweller, Blue Starly, I Will Never Be The Same, Witchy Nicks, The Algorithm, Voicians, Celia Kira, and a whole bunch more. Check out their latest label sampler for just one dollar. At their official store, FixedStore.com. That's F-I-X-T Store.com. Save 10% off your first order by using my coupon code FORCEX. That's F-O-R-C-E-X. They have loads of shirts, hoodies, stickers, posters, and many other accessories for all their artists. And this is available worldwide with fantastic international shipping rates to go with that. So head over to fixstore.com and check them out. And don't forget, use my coupon code FORCEX. Hello and welcome to the DJ FORCEX podcast episode 59, where I welcome JT, the vocalist from the band Famous Last Words, and they've just released their new album, The Incubus, via Revival Records, um, and that is out now via all medium. Um, but do check it out. It's a fantastic album. Uh, it's really strong. Uh, some great tracks on there. There's a great story running through it, and this band have the determination and the, the, the sort of the ideas to make it big as well. So, um, yeah, hopefully they're going to skyrocket with this and uh, do very well. Um, I haven't done this in a while, so I'm just going to plug a couple of things. My radio show on Tuesday nights on TotalRock.com, 11 p.m. UK time. That's 6 p.m. East Coast uh, via TotalRock.com, TuneIn app. There's also a bunch of widgets on the website you can listen to it via. Uh, it also goes out on the mix.fm every Saturday at midnight. Uh, that's U.S. East Coast time. Um, and that is mixx.fm. That is also available by TuneIn or via their website. I think it is via the TuneIn on their website as well. But there's all a bunch of stuff. And it's also on demand on mixcloud.com forward slash DJ Force X. So all my shows are there. Uh, do check it out. If you like a bit of a uh, bit of bit of dance, bit of rock, uh, like a mix show, just a constant run of music for an hour. Um, do do tune in. Let me know what you think. Um, also, DJ Force X in conversation, which is the kind of sister show to this one, uh, where I actually get to play the band's music on the show. Uh, still working out how to do that here without spending my own money doing it um but yes anyway uh yeah just a couple of plugs there also use my sponsors you heard at the beginning of the show that'd be fantastic if you could do that but anyway without further ado this is jt from the band famous last words like to welcome to this week's show i have jt he is the vocalist from the band famous last words welcome jt hey thanks for having me no problem no problem how are you doing today i'm doing pretty good how are you doing yeah good thank you good good um so yeah uh, just so uh for the benefit of my listeners um can we get some of the origin story of the band 
Uh, yeah, I started this band in, in 2000, technically in 2009. Uh, we've gone through two name changes and like 20 different member changes to get to where we are now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm the only original, but it's been, a, yeah, it's been a long road. Um, a lot of good times, a lot of good times. <laughs> Cool. How do you manage that? Obviously, being being like the, the only founding member as such um, within the band, how does that? Do you get any extra pressures with that, or is it just something you have a vision and you need the people around you that that, that share that vision? Exactly. I think that's what it is. Mostly, you got to have people who are just as much in it as you are. Yeah. Cool. So, um, famous last words. Uh, you've released a couple of um, you had a couple of EPs or demos prior to this, and an album. Two albums. Two albums. Sorry, yeah. two albums. Um, I know you just released um, an album in August. Was it the instrumental versions of of Two Fish Train? That's it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What was the what was the what was the th- um, the 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 theory behind that? I mean, releasing like an instrumental album um obviously that 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 wasn't instrumental originally uh it's actually it's that's kind of funny we we didn't even know it was happening oh okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah we um that was actually the day that our um our lyric video for our new song the judge came out yeah and we we noticed that on um on itunes that in vogue records released uh instrumental version of two-faced trade so we just kind of saw it and we're like oh so look at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what, what did they explain their reasons behind it? Or was it just purely because you're about to release something new that wasn't on in vogue and they're trying to, I don't know, cash in. I mean, that, that could be <laughs> it, but like it, it does, it's not just them cashing in. Like, uh, we still get a percentage of that, of that album as well. We just okay. had no idea it was happening. Okay. That's it. Just because yeah. <laughs> you're the vocalist and to have an album out that, that doesn't have your voice on it. Um, oh yeah i guess i didn't even think about that <laughs> yeah no I, I i just i just found it strange that was all so um okay cool so uh the new album though the incubus uh which is out on september 30th on uh revival recordings yeah um tell me about that album i've heard a couple of tracks from it the ones that are available to everyone that um pretty in porcelain and the judge which we just mentioned um yep. so tell me about the album is it is it got a uh um uh, a story running through it or is each song its kind of own entity it does have a story. Um, our last two albums were also concept albums that, that follow the story. But uh, this this one um, is actually the first time we haven't really given away too much of, of the story beforehand. But essentially what it's about is a stay-at-home mom uh, in the 1950s, and she starts mysteriously blacking out and having these really horrific uh, nightmares. And we kind of get to see her struggle uh, trying to figure out what's causing these nightmares and and why everything is you know happening the way it is, while she simultaneously deals with um, a lot of issues that women dealt with in uh, the early 1950s, post World War II America, mm-hmm. and a lot of that stuff you know is still going on today and it, lately especially it's just all over the news. So yeah, um, it's it, it was kind of crazy the timing of this. Okay, so um, with the tracks that that are available to people, um, let's talk about those. So, Pretty in Porcelain. Um, it, these are two solid tracks, by the way. I love them both. They're gonna thank they're, you. They're gonna be uh, played on my other radio show as well, as well as this one. Oh, yeah. uh, this kind of goes out as a podcast and a radio show, and I have another music radio show as well. 
So I've got like nice. multiple outlets. But yeah, no, I really dig them. So can you tell me a bit about the uh, Pretty in Porcelain track? Pretty in Porcelain is, uh, that's actually her, her first nightmare uh, track. So the, in the story, that's her first nightmare that she has. And um, it's supposed to kind of represent how um, the, the album deals with, with uh, sexual abuse and domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. And it shows our main characters kind of how she, her vulnerability but and how she how she portray or sees her vulnerability and her helplessness and it um it gives you sort of insight into how she's feeling and that's what that song's about okay cool and uh let's go on to uh, the judged um that track <laughs> that one is also a nightmare song and in that one that one's actually uh pretty pretty complex if you really dig down into it the screaming parts are one character and it's in her nightmare it's this this lawyer and the singing parts are christine and the whole um what's going on in this dream is that she's basically on trial for being a rape victim okay i know that's super heavy but yeah. like that's i mean that's what it is and it, it happens she, to be honest with it you. happens it's exactly now so well that's why that's why we did the album yeah. honestly like uh first step is you know getting yourself educated and getting other people educated but uh, anyways the song um so in this song she she starts out and there's three pre-choruses before the chorus kicks in and you can see her development throughout the pre-choruses how at first she's just like scared and confused and then the second one um she starts you know sort of realizing that this is kind of fucked up and then the third one is her like fuck this shit moment yeah. her complete yeah over it moment and um it's it kind of addresses how many victims when i was doing my research i read a lot about how victims tend to blame themselves a lot and it was it's, it was meant to really show the absurdity of, of blaming yourself in that situation yeah cool cool well i mean i look forward to hearing the rest of the album uh when it is out um which is as of recording this is out next week on the 30th yep. uh this may air after it's out so get it now <laughs> get, it here, now. <laughs> get it now um so yeah what are your plans uh basically in support of this album i know you've got like a, a bunch of dates lined up um have you got anything else uh, on top of that or are you just kind of like waiting for stuff to confirm we have that alice Anna run that starts um the day before our album comes out but that's just a, a two-week run yeah and after that, we got, we have some things that are, we're planning and working on, but nothing has been uh, 100% confirmed yet. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> but there'll, there'll be more. We'll, we'll be out there. Excellent. Excellent. So um, I've got a couple of questions left for you, um, just to sort of tie this up. So um, so your three top albums, this is more about you, your three top albums that influence you uh, or have influenced you to become the musician stroke person that you are today. Hmm. Um. The used taste of ink. Cool. My chemical romance, three cheers for sweet revenge. That was the they were touring that that album. And that was the first show I ever saw. So that was a big one. That kind of was like, all right, that's what I want to do. <laughs> is, is that where the name came from? That actually isn't where the name came oh, okay. from. I right. <laughs> I stopped listening to them after that album. Uh, ironically enough, I wasn't really. I didn't really ever listen to the Black Parade all the way all right. through. I was just curious because I, I, I mean, I've, I got, I've uh, basically, I've heard the album many times, and I know that song. Um, yeah, and it just popped in my head when I heard the name of your band. And yeah, no, I was just curious. It does it. for a lot of people. And at, at first, when people were like, "Oh, I thought this was my Chemical Romance," I, I really didn't know why. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I found out. I was like, "Oh, okay." 
that makes a lot of sense. Uh huh. And, and then um, the last one, I wouldn't even say it was an album. I'd say uh, Phantom of the Opera, the musical. Okay. Cool. A bit of uh, a bit of theatrics in there as well. Oh yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. Does that does that obviously you create you've created concept albums, but your your stage show are you are you sort of like telling the story as such um, on stage? Or is it? Um, I mean, no, no, not yet. Not yet. When we start, when we start doing like uh, the CDs and playing those live from the first song to the last song, that's when I would really like to get into a, a real big stage production. But uh, not, not quite yet. We're getting there. Nice, nice. No, I always like that. In some bands where they have that that aspect to them, that you can kind of you can see it almost play out on stage at small stages, but then you want to see it on a big stage. Yep. So you have that in you. So yeah, good luck with that. A, Thank you. It's always a good one. I always love watching those shows. Um, yeah. I've seen, I've seen like I, the likes of like meatloaf and stuff like that. I've seen live and, and mm-hmm. watching that whole production go ahead, watching him. It's tra- so cool. Transform into various characters and stuff like that for each song. And, you know, and just have that, that running on there. I always enjoy it. Always adds an element like Alice Cooper as well has that running through his show. Yeah. It's and pure entertainment. Exactly. Not just, not just a show, like not just a band, you know? Exactly. Exactly. There's a lot more going on. So cool. So what are your, um, when you're not in the band, when you're not doing band related stuff, what do you, what are your hobbies away from the music? Um, I have a, a seven year old daughter. So that takes up a lot of my time. That's a hell of a hobby. And then, yeah, it's a hell of a hobby. (laughs) But uh, she's she's awesome. She's in second grade. Just started this year in second grade. Um, And also, uh, we we also uh, work jobs when we're home. So I'm working a lot. And that's, uh, I work at an alternative high school tutoring math, actually. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I do. Uh, I'm dad, and I do math. Cool. <laughs> how, how do you how do you juggle the dad side of it with with the with the touring and the music side of it? Is it? I know it's not easy. I've got two two children myself, and I've come from a, a, a musical background as well. Um, I was just wondering how you felt about that side of things. Uh, it's it's hard. It's yeah. definitely hard. But she's super supportive, and you know when I'm home, I ha- we hang out all the time. And then on the road, it's really just about. Uh, keeping up communication like uh, facetiming yeah helps a lot i mean it's not like being there but it's definitely second best and i'm glad that we you know live in an age where i can actually do that yes yeah that, that was so one thing for i'm me. fortunate was... yep go on no i'm just saying i'm very fortunate to have that and be able to uh still see her and talk to her yeah no, no, technology is fantastic when it comes to that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all good. So um, finally, uh, where can people reach? Uh, where's the best place to reach your band? Uh, that would be facebook.com slash famous last words music. We usually try to uh, respond to anybody asking us any questions or whatever. And uh, if you're looking for the album, we have a ton of bundles up on famouslastwords.merchnow.com. And then it's also on Google Play, Amazon, iTunes, pretty much anywhere digitally. So cool. Yeah. Cool. Are you going to have uh, physical copies of the? We sure are. Excellent. Excellent. Cool. So everyone check out the album, The Incubus uh, by Famous Last Words. It's out on the 30th of September, uh, available everywhere via all good digital stockists um, and the band's website as well. The, the Merch Now site, which I'll uh, put in the uh, show notes and everything as well so people can click awesome on thank you and get all that so yeah um jt thank you for your time today um yeah thanks for having me again good no worries good luck with the album and uh thank you yeah, have a good rest of your day yeah you too man